Welcome everyone to the Sonoma Spiel. My name is Tim with the Sonoma Valley Visitors Bureau. It's a lovely day in Sonoma. I know every week I say, hey, it's a sunny day. Today it's not a sunny day. Today we have the marine layer, which is a beautiful layer of fog that comes in from the San Francisco Bay Area, and it helps the grapes, it caresses them so they can ripen at the right amount. And then around 2 o'clock, the, the fog breaks up and it becomes a sunny day. And right now we're having that. Maybe 2.30 sometimes, it all depends. But uh, it is a lovely day in Sonoma Valley, as it always is. And yes, I went to the farmer's market, and yes, I got my delicious food. But what I'm excited about today, listeners, is I have a very special guest. And I know every week I say I have a very special guest. This is a week I actually, actually mean it. Very special. She's coming to us all the way from the southern, southern tip of Sonoma Valley. Jill Gregory with Sonoma Raceway. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me, Tim. You bet. Well, thanks Thanks for coming up in your race car. That was so cool. I saw you come skidding in <laughs> doing a donut and you and you took off your helmet. I was right, running a little late, so I had to and put it, the afterburners on. <laughs> Do you... Okay, I'm just gonna go. Do you ever get a race car as part of your work package? Do you like? Is that part of your compensation? Or so there's like a couple things. No, yeah. not a part of the compensation. <laughs> but you know, I can jump in one if I really That's need fantastic. to. And there's some logoed cars around. So if I really, you know, the problem is if you're wearing driving a logoed car, people you know who you yourself. are, and you, That's I can't right. drive in my normal style. Right. That's true. You have to like you know, know be incognito. That's right. That's why you came up in that souped-up Prius. Well done. Correct. <laughs> Jill, tell me um, what so people who don't know. Sonoma Raceway might have another name in some old timers names. What's, what is Sonoma Raceway? Where is it? So Sonoma Raceway is uh, an unbelievable two and a half mile road course nestled okay. right at the entrance of Sonoma Valley. So okay. um, some folks might know it as Sears Point. Yes. Um, there was a naming rights deal out there for a while okay. called Infineon, but it's okay. basically right at 37 and 121. And we are really at the gateway of people entering Sonoma Valley. Absolutely. And I, what I love about the raceway is one, you said it's a road track. So that I think most people think of a raceway as an oval. Correct. And people just turn left. Is that the, the normal? Right. And in Britain, do they turn right or do they always turn left? They, in Australia, do they go upside down? Yeah, How does that they work? They might just go like up through a flaming <laughs> ring of fire or something. I don't know. So That's a great question. A lot of the road courses are more popular in Europe. Maybe oh, that's so why. Maybe because they want to turn right and yeah. left. So road course Correct. is sort of like if you were to take a pen on a piece of paper and scribble around yes. and make a, a thing. So um, we have 12 turns. And I think okay. what people don't understand or probably appreciate is how much elevation there is. So you go right. up hills, down hills, blind corners um, for 2.52 miles, 12 turns. Wow. And it's one of the most technical racetracks on any circuit, whether we're running NASCAR or Ferrari Challenge. It's okay. a highly, we call it a high consequence racetrack. A high consequence. Well, that's well done. I'm yes. going to use that. High, high consequence, consequence racetrack. You can get into trouble in a hurry. Oh, wow. And especially when we have some of our enthusiasts out there mm. that maybe... Their skill is not quite up to par with so, their, you know, understanding of their own skill. You can it. get into the wall pretty you quickly. Can, you can have some consequences. Yes, high consequences. Um, okay, so that's also an interesting thing. Road track, but you said enthusiasts. So it's not all 100% professional Correct. people with all the logos. Like, right. like you guys are available to people who have access to either their own cars or, or experiences. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah. I mean, I think that if we are doing our jobs properly, then there's something going on out there 340 days a year. Okay. And that means that the big events that people are very familiar with, like right. a NASCAR race, um, is just one weekend mm -hmm. out of 50 weekends a year that we might be running. So we mm -hmm. have Mercedes AMG 
out there right now. They okay. take over the entire paddock and the road course, and AMG owners and drivers and wannabe race car right. drivers can get out there and race their new models, race their own AMG. So it's really hard to kind of air out your new car on 101, right. so we're a place to do that. <laughs> I mean, if you do Some do it on 101, do. you can do it, but you might be paying a fine. Yes. And it might be cheaper just to go to Sonoma Raceway. It would be cheaper and more thing. fun yes. because you get to play the part of a NASCAR right. driver. Or do do they drive their own cars or is somebody driving them for them? So Meaning, there's a couple of options. Okay. So there's a lot of clubs that come out there where mm. you drive your own car. Awesome. You have a lot of guys or gals that you hang out with and you guys want to drive together. So mm. we've got um, a lot of club days like that. Okay. Or there are like in the AMG Academy, mm-hmm. they have instructors and they do a lead and follow. So you follow an instructor on the track and learn how to drive it. And then you drive your own car. Are they like talking to you through a headset or they something? Are. Okay. Yeah. And okay. they'll tell you, I mean, this is for people that really want to get technical breaking zones. Here's mm. when you should shift. Here's how you stay out of trouble. So here's where you say a Hail Mary. Yeah. Here's where you go. Oh, <laughs> oops. Oh God. Um, so okay. yeah, I think there's pretty much any sort of configuration that mm-hmm. you would want other than those professional weekends where the track is closed. Right. So I can't show up there with my own car on NASCAR weekend. You may not. No. And in fact, I mean, I can, but I have to go watch good. the race. You can go to <laughs> Noraceway.com and right. find out kind of what club days we have and okay. sign up. And it's really, you know, our biggest asset is the track surface. People right. want to race and they want to go fast. And the right. love of going fast is universal. And we're a great place to do that. That's a good thing. So one thing I do want to just early on is mention, I, I know you guys have, I think, Wednesday night drags where that's a longstanding Sonoma thing where if you want to drag race your own car, Correct. You can show up. I think you you know you pay a fee and you sign you know, sign away that your car could get wrecked or whatever. And uh, they race against each other. They do. And sometimes they, they, the police officers still show up and do they race do. against the cops. Yeah. So yeah. so we've actually expanded it a little bit. We do the drags, but it's also drifting. So drifting is kind of increasing uh, in popularity. Right. You see a lot of happenings, kind right. of in our surrounding areas with sideshows and things yes, like that. Yes. So. We've expanded Wednesday night so you can do the drifting. We market Smart. that and you can come drift your own car, okay. drag race your own car. And CHP and local law enforcement is out there and they do a Top the Cops program where really? you can race against the cops and it's uh-huh. the teenagers. <laughs> yeah. So a couple <laughs> things happen there. We're trying to build that relationship between right. kind of the youth and law enforcement right. and make it less scary. Right. And it's always good if you're a 16-year-old and you're yeah. drag racing a cop then you, and you win. There's a little bragging <laughs> yeah, rights exactly. there. And you're not doing it on city streets. Right. So you're, you're, it's like the classic... Like in the early 80s, everyone was complaining about skateboarders. Right. And somebody's like, hey, why don't we build a skate park? Well, and, give them that outlet. <laughs> right. And, right. And then there's like a positive thing. Right. So I do like seeing that. And, that and that's, that's I mean, we had one last Wednesday night. We'll have one on the 14th. Okay. Um, so uh, two weeks. And it's just, it's really, you can, it's open and to anyone, as you mentioned. Okay, right. And you can do ride along. So if you don't want to drive, but you want to hang out. You can do that. Um, we have food trucks out there, usually oh, some cool. music out there. And so trying to just do a Wednesday community night. That's a great idea. Yeah. Okay. Tell me, how long have you been with Sonoma Raceway, Joel? I started in February of 21. I moved to Sonoma um, mm. during the pandemic. Was still, um, it wasn't 2020, <laughs> right. so we'll give ourselves a little grace, right. but uh, moving to a new market, particularly one uh, kind of in this area that had been um, pretty confined mm. with restrictions. Um, you know, we didn't 
really have the ability to have a lot of events right. out there when I mm. first started. So two years later, we're kind of open back fully for there. business. Where yeah. did you come from before this? I was living in Charlotte. I actually grew okay. up in the Central Valley. Okay. So I'm a Northern California girl. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I went to Cal Poly. Oh, go. Um, wait, wait. Cal- Mustangs. Go Mustangs. Go Mustangs. Gotcha. Um, so Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo. And then I moved back east to, to kind of pursue my Wait, you grew up in Modesto. Sports. Yes. You went to Cal Poly. Yes. Weren't you supposed to be growing like raisins or a ranch? Some Wasn't that the pathway if you do that that's there were a lot of ag science majors dairy yeah. science majors yeah. um i did not follow that path nascar wasn't on the curriculum at cal poly <laughs> for some reason i'm not sure um right. so kind of just you know fast forward and i had the chance to move back out here okay. when um you know i knew that there was going to be uh, a vacancy from long-standing president Wait, steve page did you plan on getting into nascar when you moved out there? Or I did like, not. Well, I was involved in sports marketing. Um, I worked for an agency that did all okay. kinds of sports. Okay. Um, but NASCAR was one of them. It wasn't kind of on my bingo card growing right. up in Northern California at that right. time. Um, I had gone to my first race at Sonoma Raceway. Oh, you had? Okay. Um, but that was just because my cousins wanted to go. Okay. And they're like, hey, let's go check it out. Huh. Um, but several of the brands place. that I was involved with NASCAR was a huge marketing vehicle right. for them. So I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. And as you know, you get involved in an industry, you make your connections, you know people, and kind of hopefully right. one thing leads to another. And right. so and then I woke up one day, I'm like, okay, I've been working at NASCAR for 15 years. It's yes. a little bit it, surreal. It is kind of funny. You're like, yeah. people ask you how you get into tourism. I'm like, I, I literally I have no, no idea. idea. <laughs> I did not sit and say, I want to be a doctor. I know. I don't right. know how that happens. Um, well, so let's talk about NASCAR because that's like the, probably the biggest event Sonoma Raceway, one of the biggest events Sonoma Raceway is known for, right. and it's coming up here in June. Um, it's always a big stop, uh, and it is unique because you mentioned it's not an oval; it's right. a, it's a road track. Do do you see a lot of drivers? You know, what's what's their reaction to coming out here to Sonoma for that race? Well, I think that everybody. Um, circles this weekend on the calendar from a NASCAR standpoint. If you know anything about the NASCAR schedule, they go to a lot of great markets, but Mm -hmm. they go to a lot of small markets, um, a lot of kind of um, grouping of tracks Mm -hmm. in South Carolina, North Carolina, Florida. Mm -hmm. And so we are kind of the breath of fresh air. Right, right. Um, Literally, um, no humidity, (laughs) wine country. Everybody is in a good mood. Great restaurants. Um, So we are really kind of one of the um, elite races on the NASCAR. NASCAR calendar. But early on, even when I first got started in NASCAR, road course racing was kind of taboo. It was like, oh. hey, you got to get a ringer. You've got to go get someone that really knows how Why to do it. I think it was just more technical. You mentioned mm. you know, people going around and making mm. left turns. The right. kind of the conventional wisdom is that an oval is an oval. Anybody right. can do it. And then right. to do a road course, you've got to have more finesse. Mm. You need to um, turn and shift and just manage your car a little right, bit better. Right. And there weren't, other than Sonoma, there was one other road course on the schedule mm. kind of, um, you know, as as recently as 10 years ago or so. Mm. And now, probably in the last five or six years, NASCAR has added more and more road courses. Oh, okay. And the drivers are young. They're more proficient. And they do, honestly, Tim, they do a ton of simulation so they can get on a video game, and there's one called iRacing where they can take it, and every track is kind of modeled, and they will probably have run 
you know, a hundred times on this simulated Sonoma Raceway before they even get here. So kind of the scariness of a road course doesn't exist as much really? as it used to. Does yeah. that, that must completely change the sport. It's super fascinating. I mean, even during COVID, um, when I was at NASCAR, right. one of the things that we did while we couldn't race physically is that we put virtual racing on our broadcast windows <laughs> and the guys are in their basement with right. their simulators I and their kids that. are walking through and behind their pajamas them. too yeah. right they're like okay I'll do it and it actually wasn't the intent it was the intent was to kind of keep fans right keep them keep them going connected but right. you know it humanized the drivers a little bit because their daughters walking in yeah. pulling the plug and you know the dogs running through there <laughs> I said no soda right. before noon right. <laughs> so that was kind of an unintended consequence right. and benefit but um huh. they used to get scared of road courses okay. because they weren't familiar with mm-hmm. them and now with that technology it kind of takes the, take it away. the scariness out of yeah it i guess learning bit. in front of a crowd of you know i don't know thirty thousand people yeah. is, is kind of daunting yes learning in your basement yeah. with your dog is okay it's okay and That's you can have a do-over yeah and i love that like nascar and auto racing turned into esports yes. or you know video game sports you have at, to. at the perfect time when everyone was kind of doing that anyway um so when so nascar is usually always in june yes. here at sonoma raceway and forgive my ignorance where there's a season in nascar yes and does it does it is it end of Talladega, start of Talladega, Daytona? One of these Daytona. places, Daytona. So we used to joke that our season was Valentine's Day to Thanksgiving, which is a very long oh, sports wow. season, yeah. and that is true. That's so like we start, professional basketball. NASCAR starts President's Day weekend usually in Daytona, the okay. Daytona 500. Okay. So a little funky because the... The Super Bowl of NASCAR is the first race of the season yeah. and not the last race of the season. Um, and we are smack dab in the middle of that. Got so okay. the way the broadcast works that um, part of the NASCAR races are on Fox, part are on NBC. Oh. We are the last. We are about the halfway point. So we're the last Fox race. Oh and they gosh. love that because they get to have a big hootenanny right. in you know, you one got, country. You got to figure out the way to like have it halfway through. It's like, and for the thrilling yeah. finish, right. turn now oh. <laughs> <laughs> to Channel 12. Uh, uh, wow. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, and then you earn points and the person that has the most points wins. Correct. Okay. And Correct. again, pretend like I know nothing about NASCAR because yeah. as much as I love going to it, yeah. I don't really know enough about the sure. actual, you know, how to how to win. Yeah. And so I, it is kind of fun to listen to, yeah. like, you know, so-and-so's out of contention. I'm like, there's like a bunch of races left. Like, oh, it's all these points yeah. and stuff. But Well, so the easiest way is win, win more. And the drivers <laughs> want to win. You know, right. it's like do better. Right, right, right. Um, so I think that, you know, in years past, there was a highly complicated uh, point system, right. and you could clinch the championship before um, before that. Yeah. In the recent years, NASCAR has gone to almost a, an elimination. Okay. It goes from you know sixteen playoff drivers to twelve to eight to four, and then ah. the winner. But if you win, you don't have to worry about it. You get advanced to the next round. Okay. Winning cures everything. What? Well done. Yes. <laughs> But even trying, I bet you, is fun because you're racing around. And and finishing second can get you better positioned than anything else. But yes, I mean, I think every driver goes out there and when and what's the Ricky Bobby saying? You know, (laughs) if you're not first, you're last. That's right. (laughs) 
Thank you. Which I love. Okay, yeah, Will Ferrell, so funny. Also, the funny thing in that, that movie, Will Ferrell, I heard later, uh, and his wife hates him for it, he always tries to be run in one scene in his underwear. <laughs> and they're like, how do you do the NASCAR one? And they pretend like you know, he's on fire or whatever, and it was, which is a serious problem. But it was like running around in his underwear, and they're like, you're fine, you're fine. And yeah, yeah. No, was... I can feel it. <laughs> um, the, the other stuff that, uh, it's not just NASCAR out there. Like, I think you, in the past you've had, you've got uh, drag racing. Absolutely. So end of July. So we are June 11th for NASCAR. Mm -hmm. um, End of July for NHRA. And that's taking Wednesday night drags and putting it on steroids (laughs) with, you know, the baptism by nitro. It's like rocket ships on wheels. Yeah. It's it's insane. insane. My first first NHRA race at Sonoma, I got the chance to stand right next to the car. And they're like, you need to put eye protection on. You need to put ear protection. I'm like, why? What's going to happen? Am I going (laughs) to spontaneously combust? Yeah. But when that car takes off, you visit. I mean, you can feel you, it, huh? You shake. That must be um, terrifying being right there. Like, cool. like you feel it in your body. But they're like, you want to do it again? I'm like, no, I'm no, good. I've, I've had enough of experience <laughs> on that. It's like my nose hairs are shit. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm everything's gone. I'm good. I'm good. Um, and then see so the drag racing. Then sometimes, I don't know if motorcycles have been there recently, but sometimes there's motorcycle racing. Um, we have had motor- motorcycles. Yeah. We had IndyCar a couple years ago. Yeah. They, have, um, they kind of flip-flop sometimes between us and okay. Laguna Seca. Okay. But a lot of what we're doing now are these, um, they're races, but they are, I would maybe call them minor leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Ferrari Challenge, which they're not Ferrari races. Race car drivers, but they are okay. people that own Ferraris okay. that are competitive and race right. in kind of a gentleman's league, Got if you will. It. So Got kind it. of, I don't know, you play tennis or golf, right. it's being like at your local club, you come out and you um, you know, have you know, bragging rights amongst the, amongst the rest the Ferrari of the Ferrari guys. drivers. Yes. Yeah, so well, they do, they'll bring their Ferraris to, to the town, uh, you know, plaza here. They'll, oh, they they'll will. Come the horseshoe they, and they, they line it up. It's really cool to yeah, see. Yeah. And I've had a few folks in town saying, oh, they definitely know when the Ferrari drivers are it's in awesome. town because that's who's walking around the right. plaza. They, uh, it is, yeah. it is kind of funny, right? The skinny jeans and the tight jackets. Right. Short. And is no that like socks. a thing? Is that like a Ferrari Compl- thing? Well, it's not, I think it's just a, you know, maybe a European thing, but definitely <laughs> Ferrari. Like I went to my first Ferrari challenge, I'm like, I better like up my game. Yeah, like, your I costume. need to go buy some Yeah, what designer. are you doing? Don't buy that stuff from Kohl's, lady. No. Come on, that Ferrari. Did not, yeah, I mean, did not fly. Um, sometimes, going back to like your big events, some people, my understanding, can camp there on site. Tell me about that. So we have um, one of the better camping experiences. So we have trackside camping. Okay. So you might not be able to see it as you kind of go by us on 121. But if you go kind of up the hill, there are trackside camping spots mm. that look over the track. So oh, you cool. can be in your camper, your RV, and you kind of have your whole setup there. And, you know, our fans are very serious yeah. about the setup, the flags, the food. They, they set up a village. They, yeah. Up and there they are there. They, they load in on Thursday at okay. 10 a.m before the race and stay until Monday. So that's not a, you know, pregame tailgate. And where are they coming from? They're coming from, I mean, we will probably have all 50 states. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, We have a few kind of outliers, a lot of folks from Canada, and we have a lot of West Coast fans. Okay. So, you know, there aren't a ton of West Coast stops on the NASCAR circuit. Mm. Uh, So we get a lot of Oregon, Washington, Portland, Denver. This is their chance to come down and see um, Idaho. um, Southern California, they just closed one of the NASCAR tracks down there. Mm, So we're actually dropping. 
drawing a lot okay. from L.A. Okay. But, um, you know, people like to come to Sonoma, of right. course. Right. Um, so we get a lot of people that like racing, but it's not the only reason they're coming. Gotcha. So that's gotcha. great for the community. Too. That is great. We, we always like it. That's right. It's a big thing. Are there any, I mean, Sonoma is pretty big. Are there any non-racing or like non-automotive racing things that happen there or people can kind of experience the track, things like that? Yeah, so most of the time, uh, we our activities will have racing overtones mm-hmm. or some sort of connection, and that's right. kind of our commitment to the track is that or to the community that we're not going to have concerts and right. things like right. that. Um, but we have done a lot of charity events out there. Right. The Raceway 5K we did for the first time right. this year. We actually um, we've hosted some. Um, like a trade show, some okay. local communities, uh, destination management companies okay. out there. So we have a new building, Turn 11, as yeah, you Yeah, tell know. me about that. What's that about? It's a new 19,000 square foot kind of hospitality building, I guess, right. for lack of a better term, but it's nestled right at the at, at apex turn <laughs> of Turn 11. Yeah. You know, we kind of went through this whole branding exercise of what do we call it? You right. know, And I'm like, we're trying to out-clever ourselves. Like, right. let's call it what it right. is. It's right there. It's like, that way people can find it. Right. right. And let's not try to get too, um, you know, marketing speak you know, with Jill, it. That's, you just dropped a very good marketing tip. Sometimes it's better to be clear than clever. I, I so, mean, like, who are we trying to impress? <laughs> what are we trying to communicate? And if we're going to spend more time telling people what it is, right. then why are we bothering? Then you're, you're, you're having a hard time. So yeah. Turn 11 is this neat hospitality suite where people can uh, rent it out, is my understanding. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's kind of modular. It can be a big meeting space for mm. a thousand people. It can be a place where you want to have a team building. You know, we as, at Sonoma Raceway have a holiday party. We had that Rated. there. Okay. Um, it's got a great, beautiful outdoor patio with a mm. beautiful view. Um, as you mentioned, the fog's kind of rolling in the, right. um, down the Petaluma Gap over there. Yeah. But um, I mean, it's an unbelievable setting. Okay. And I think that there wasn't really a place like that before mm-hmm. we built this building. So you still have all the great things that the right. track has, but now you have a destination place where we don't have to, um, you know, build a tent or right. kind of have people have a table it's set up in a garage. Key, a yeah, it's easier. absolutely part of the racetrack and experience. Because, like, just so I understand, there's people out there they have garages on the grounds, you yes. know, like the go-kart area or they, or they work on their own cars out there. Yeah. So anytime you go to the track, even on non-race days, something's usually happening. Absolutely. Whether it's a buyout or rent out or even people just wrenching on their cars Absolutely. doing stuff. I mean, there are tenant shops out there. Those are fully functioning small businesses out there. And they are, you know, people are storing their their cars out there. I mean, the buildings themselves, you kind of drive by, they kind of blend in, right. nondescript. If you open up those garage doors or I'm driving by there, right. I'm like, wow, there's an unbelievable collection of cars back there. Right. People are storing their go-karts. There's a couple of welding shops in there. Oh, okay. There's a t-shirt shop, like graphic really? design. And so I think that there's some folks that have been um, kind of doing business out there for right. quite some time. And most of it is somewhat tangentially related to mm-hmm. ro- racing or mm-hmm. motorsports. Um, but yeah, there's something and somebody mm-hmm. on property basically 24-7. Yeah, I, I drive up there and uh, you got to sign in a little waiver sheet yeah, when you come absolutely. there. Yeah, absolutely. But then you, you might hear someone just whipping around and that could be from like, yeah. a racing school or just some people out there having a good time. Yeah. And, and what, what's the go-kart track? What's that all about? So it is um, the world, the state's longest go-kart track. And oh. if you are up there and the wind's blowing the right way, <laughs> you can see the city skyline. Mm-hmm. You can see all of San Pablo Bay. I mean, it's an unbelievable 
unbelievable. There's no other cart track right. out there that has that. Right. And actually, we're putting uh, some investment in there, too. So okay. instead of being kind of a dusty parking lot in a small little building, it's right. like we are hosting a lot of corporate events, team oh, building neat, events. Neat. A lot of folks come from the city. Um, they're trying to get out. And especially right. during COVID, right. we tried to reinvent ourselves a little mm. bit because we were one sport or one activity that— right. It was social distancing by design. It's You're in the car area. with a helmet, right. with a suit. Um, and that business, that piece of our business really took off because we had kind of a self-contained activity and people were so hungry to get out and get, you know, around right. other folks that um, we kind of built a really good business there. So we're putting some lipstick on <laughs> the cart track a little bit. And I mean, it's a, a one of a kind <laughs> facility up there. And these like go-karts, but not the kind you see that you made in your garage. You're a little more advanced. They're a little, little more faster. advanced. Right. Yeah. Um, but they're still small, low to the ground. I mean, you can whip around you there pretty like fast. You feel like you're going really fast. You I mean, do. you are going really fast. Yes. And then when you're that low to the ground, yeah. it's like, No, whoa. your center of gravity and like the feeling yeah. of speed is pretty it's, crazy. It's a good comparison. And we're looking at some e-carts. So they've got a lot of um, electronic That'll carts. That'll be neat. So well, that, is that kind of the future of like a lot of racing that, because I hear um, uh, electric cars and motorcycles have incredible torque and they can just like go. They They're do. heavy, but they go. And my feeling is, and our feeling is mm -hmm. at Sonoma Raceway, is if we aren't the track where you're trying the green technology, right. the new innovations, then wh why would, where else would you go right. to test that? Right. So if there are electronic go-karts that we can be having hmm. out there, we've done some biofuel testing. Okay. We've done some um, Rivian um, yeah. before they I, kind I'm of— I'm seeing a bunch of Rivians around town I now. I just saw that, too. So two, I guess it was a year and a half ago, right before they went uh, public, they— Ended the track out for oh, okay. a few days, and they wanted to do a proof of concept to show kind of some potential investors okay. and customers that the Rivian trucks could do everything that right. a quote unquote regular, right, truck, regular truck can truck. do and get out before the Tesla truck. And they did oh. it, and um, now I'm seeing them. I've everywhere. seen I've seen around town, um, yeah. and it's funny how you, I mean you're just seeing the share of just normal cars. That yes. are electric is yeah. it's it's just growing yeah. every year. Well, I think the stigma so. was that they couldn't perform as well or right. whatever those misconceptions were, and now they're ubiquitous. So yeah. you know, we can you know, and we should be testing more of that yeah. in our facility. We've got the space to do it. It's neat, and yeah. there's even like a YouTube videos of this guy on a he was on an e bike. Right, and he got the thing going like ninety miles an hour by like obviously this was not allowed, but he he reconfigured it. I'm thinking this is insane. This is a bicycle. Trust What's going to happen once you get to like a motorcycle or a or a race car? With it's going to be crazy. It's insane. And I'm, I we vacation usually down at the beach in Newport Beach, and mm. you're on the Strand, mm -hmm. and now you're like these e-bikes come because it's just a little bike path, right? And you're walking, <laughs> right. and you've got your headphones right, on, right, right. and all of a sudden I'm like, this guy goes by, he's going sixty yeah, miles going an hour. Really like, fast, yeah. They're going to have to figure that happened? one out. But um, we haven't had an e-bike race out there, but I guess never say never. You know, you never know. I did not, um, know. in the past. I think down Cougar Mountain, you had a mountain bike race. We did. Yes. Uh, which was very clever. But, uh, and Cougar Mountain is the, the hill yeah. or the mountain that's kind of uh, to the west of the track. And it kind of looks back at the track. And right. that's, that's a neat place. But, it is. It's beautiful well, up there. E e-bike race. Okay. I'm yeah, wonderful. hey, you know. I want to talk about the most important thing here, Joel. Okay. And this is like something that's like goes to the hard-hitting issue okay. of Cinema Raceway. Great. Sheep. <laughs> I understand yes. that there are these poor orphaned sheep out there that I can adopt through an adopt a sheep program.
program. Could you explain to me what this is? And I'm assuming this isn't a way to get mutton. This is something completely different. Talk no, to me. No mutton allowed. Um, <laughs> so Sonoma has been famous for the sheep. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at one point they were branded the woolly weeders. Um, they are all over the place now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're kind of in a bit of disarray because half of them are shorn and half of them are not. So oh, okay. some of them look like goats and sheep, but and they're loud. Right, like right. when we drive in in the morning, they are making their presence oh, known. Oh, really? They're there. But they get about as close to the track as anything in terms of getting some of the weeds out of there. Right. And we've got to get the the property ready right. for NASCAR. I mean, there's going to be fans walking around there. So you, you, you rather than send out an army of lawnmowers, right? We have a bunch of sheep. We have a bunch of sheep, and you'll see them in 50 acres, which is our campground across okay. 121. Um, we have cows on the backside of the property, but okay. they don't get close enough. The sheep, the noise doesn't bother them. Right. The, you know, engines revving doesn't bother them. They just, they're eating. And, and this they year, they're fat. Oh, really? I mean, oh, good. Well, a lot of good because rain. there's been so much rain. Yeah. There's so many weeds out there. Um, and so Sonoma's always been known for the sheep, and we're constantly looking for ways to raise money uh-huh. for Speedway Children's Charities, because okay. all the money we raise goes directly back into Sonoma Valley Charities. Right. And, what, so, and what is that, that Speedway Charities? What does that do? So basically, we it's a national um, effort across all the tracks that are owned mm-hmm. by Speedway Motorsports, but mm-hmm. the way it's structured is that we are each, each track is its own chapter. We have okay. our own board of directors, um, and we are guaranteed that the money we raise goes back into the community. So we don't raise money and it goes back to corporate or goes to another Charlotte market or Atlanta or anywhere else. So we raise the money all year and then at the end of the year we have a grant process and almost all of the local charities and the folks that you would know Mm -hmm. um, are part of that process. And so the more money we raise, the more money in the pot at the end that we can distribute out. So I was looking around one day and our charity director, Courtney Kieser, um, and we're looking at the sheep and we both kind of look at each other you know you can adopt a star you can adopt a panda right, you know right. i'm like why can't we adopt a you sheep you should adopt a sheep I and love it. it was one of my friends at nascar said hey where's my sheep when i would start right. and i'm like okay uh, well how can we do this you better and at take one point i was thinking we could it, right? yeah i thought we could tag them no right all right let's just do a plush toy but you can support and so you can have your certificate of adoption tim you can name it whatever you'd like right um and you'll have a just your sheep and if you want to you know if you want to come find that sheep on race weekend i wouldn't recommend like it's that it's it's the fluffy one yeah that the really pretty one yes that's the the smart one but you don't want to know where they went after the race (laughs) you just want to know that your that your contribution like helps the name of so do like the other racetracks don't have animals. They don't have ungulates walking around. They do not. <laughs> See? Um, yeah, okay, they might good. have animals they're not aware of. I've right. seen a couple, you know, like prairie dogs run across right. the track in Texas. But our sheep are unique, and they're. I don't I think that. another track has um, any animals on the payroll right. like we do. Like, like you literally are like a sheep herder who's like, you got to come. Get and we your do sheep. have a sheep herder, sheep dogs. Like we got the whole thing. <laughs> See, that's smart. That's we great. have bees, we have honey, we've got oh, cows. You do? We do. You have beehives on property. We do. Okay. And oh. we're trying to look at, before it was like we just collected the honey and mm-hmm. kind of shipped it off, and now we're going to bottle or jar Sonoma Raceway honey. So well, coming that, soon. That would be kind of, after um, uh, Indianapolis 500, they drink milk. Right. It could be a really slow, ponderous, they're <laughs> <laughs> trying to drink some honey. And slightly pl- more messy. <laughs> but plenty of time for logos but, to go yeah, on the bottom I mean, of the screen. Sponsor friendly, for sure. For sure. 
for sure. <laughs> that would be Sonoma Raceway, honey. Um, when you mentioned the, the kids and the children's charities, what I like about Sonoma Raceway is there are activities out there for families. Yes. You know, a lot of people come up to Sonoma Valley, and while we certainly do have a lot of family things, yeah. like the plaza and the farmers right. markets, uh, there are things that kids can do. Are there, can you speak a little bit about like if I'm going out to the Raceway for NASCAR, are there things that my my kids can do and things like that? Yeah, so at a NASCAR weekend, um, we do a pretty dis- dedicated effort towards our kids' zone. We have a kids' club. This is mm-hmm. when you've come out to the race. And to your point, you know, you can only walk around so much with your mom and dad. It's <laughs> right. like they we've got a kids' zone where you can build a race car. Yeah. We're having driver appearances out there. Yeah. Um, we'll do a My First Race button. Um, there's some engineering, That's you know, cool. kind of a NASCAR right. has a great STEM program mm. that we borrow a lot of their course, materials. Course. Um, so we're not really encouraging Parents to drop their kids yeah, off. Yeah, this there. is not daycare. This is not daycare. This is family but this focused. Is, I mean, we can make sure that there's activities so that you know when you're trying to plan a long day out there that right. there's some stimulation for the kids right. other than the loud cars and, and the. A break. Um, and so we'll have a couple of characters out there. There's a Lego table. We've got a ramp that we oh, use neat. actually at the zucchini races. Um, so we're bringing Which, the zucchini race ramp the one, out. The, the ones so yeah. we do a zucchini race here at the farmers market. Brought yeah. to you by um, Sonoma Raceway, and. Crucially, you've got to find either a very aerodynamic zucchini or is it a heavy zucchini? There, there's a lot of debate. There is a lot of debate. what makes for a fast zucchini. And as a judge last year, I had yeah. to get very discerning about yeah. which kind of what, the makeup of those zucchinis. I, and I, I'd like to say you should x-ray those. See if people are putting lead in the front of those zucchinis or putting some graphite on the oh wheels. God, we could have a scandal. A, a scandal. scandal. And then people talk about it. And then at the end, you give the zucchini to the sheep. I mean, there's no lead in it, I hope, at that moment. I hope yeah, not. Right. right. Yeah. The, the clean, organic. Right. That's the way it is. Um, Jill, before we go too far, you're going to help me answer some questions, but before Absolutely. we go, if people have questions about Cinema Raceway, yep. I'm assuming you have a website. We absolutely what, how do. do. How do they find that information? They get on SonomaRaceway.com. We also have live people answering the phone. Real human um, beings. You, know, you mentioned... Okay. Um, you know, sometimes you need questions. You right, know, it's right. not as intuitive maybe to know which ticket to buy, where right. to go, what time. So one eight hundred eight seven zero race. Okay. Um, so we've got a we call it the ticket cave right now, full of um, young enthusiastic. <laughs> like on the phone, operators yeah. are standing by. That's right. Uh, get your sports it's illustrated. Like, it's like yeah, your now. time life yes. books, uh, your fleece. <laughs> um, but snowraceway.com will have everything you need, and then okay. if you need kind of one on one help, you can definitely call and talk to. Okay. Our Okay. Well, Joe, we've come to that part of the podcast where you become an expert. Like I know you're an expert, of course, on uh, NASCAR and and auto racing, and it sounds like marketing and branding. Um, But you're going to help us out because we run two visitor centers, one at the Plaza, one at Beyonce Winery, and we get all sorts of questions, all sorts of questions. And uh, this week, you're going to help me answer some of those questions in what we call We Get get questions. Questions. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So, some of these are kind of off the wall, and if you don't know, happy to help, okay. or just take a quick guess. Love it. Um, and of course, you can go to SonomaValley.com and lots of answers there, but here's one we got uh, this week. Um, here it comes. I flew here from Greece, then I took a bus from San Francisco to Petaluma, and then another bus to Sonoma, and then I walked up to the cemetery. My question, how do I find out where my grandfather is buried? Now. 
I like this question. Yeah. Because uh, most visitors come here are kind of like transient, but right. his grandfather's here. Right. He's here. He's yeah. buried somewhere. I, we were assuming he meant the uh, historic cemetery, which is up on the mountain. Right. There's a nice trail called the Overlook Trail. There's the, the mountain cemetery there where many notable people are buried. Um, I can, If you have an idea on how to find out where his grandfather is buried, happy to entertain it. I was going to say Google, so if it's you've funny. got a better answer, <laughs> Ancestry.com. So, Joe, so funny you mentioned that. Uh, the cemetery itself keeps logs from everybody from 1970 and before. Okay. Uh, but that cemetery. And the city actually operates four cemeteries. Um, but you're right. If you go to Google, you can go to the Sonoma County um, uh, Historical Society, and they do have, uh, if you look up the person's last right. name, it'll tell you which cemetery they're at and roughly which right. plot. And then you could probably talk to the people at the cemetery. Right. It's worth visiting, even if your, your grandfather is not buried up there. It's worth going to check out the Mountain Cemetery because there are many notable people from Sonoma's history up there. Um, and it's just a beautiful place. Um, and it's right by the trail that you can, like I said, the overlook, you can hike and see everything. And it's just, it's it's a little odd, but some people like going to cemeteries. So nice. there you go. Yeah. And you know, we've had destination weddings. I don't know why I don't have destination funerals. I'll work on it. Maybe Absol- it's the next big trend. Maybe. You know? Maybe. <laughs> you never know. Uh, all right. You did good there. Good job. Because Google, Google was the right answer. Okay. Right, good job. <laughs> Um, one for one. <laughs> so here's another one. Could you please recommend a winery with food options available uh, for lunch around Glen Ellen or Kenwood? And you, you live here in Sonoma. I do live in Sonoma, so I'll probably defer to you on this one, Tim. Mm-hmm. Although whenever I have a question on where to go or what partners um, from a winery standpoint to go to, I call my friends at the Vintners Association. Oh, good. Yeah, they're smart. Yeah. Um, but I'll let Absolutely. you take this one, given okay. your familiarity with the area. Well, so Glen Ellen and Kenwood is north of the town, right. um, and it's on the way to Santa Rosa. Um, a lot of times people are asking for food. They, they either want... Th- a restaurant. Right. And a lot of wineries don't have restaurants per se. Sometimes that's because of the permitting issue or the licensing or they're like, hey, we're a winery. Right. You know, I mean, we're not a restaurant. But there are a lot of restaurants that are right in the middle of vineyards. Right. So one is called Salt and Stone that's right in the middle of vineyards in Kenwood. Uh, if you go to Glen Ellen, Glen Ellen Star is a beautiful restaurant in Glen Ellen. Um, you can't see the vineyards, but they're not far away and there's wineries. However, there are wineries with food options that aren't restaurants per se. For example, St. Francis Winery has an excellent food and wine pairing. It's basically a meal. Um, VJB, which is in Kenwood, has an Italian-style piazza with pizza and gelato and things like that. You kind of order it and, right. you, you know, it's not like a full sit-down right. kind of restaurant, but it's a food option. Yeah. Uh, so there are a lot of choices out there that... Most wineries will also have food available right. with their tasting. So, you know, it's hard to recommend a winery without food, probably, right. because they'll have something. But right. there you go. Okay. We have grapes, because that makes wine. Yes, we do. Mediterranean-style food, which also means olives are also Mediterranean. So someone asked today, some Swiss people, if you can imagine, asked in one of their four official languages, are there any places to taste and buy local olive oil? Well, that's an easier one for me because, okay. you know, I make the commute, my, a beautiful commute, I might add, um, better than anyone I've ever had in my career, <laughs> up and down 121 every day. Mm-hmm. And I pass the Olive Press right down the road Good from job. us. Good job. And I just, you know, we love to kind of support our neighbors, right. whether it's the wineries, um, you know, the fruit basket, oh, you name spot. it. And yeah. so Olive Press would be kind good of my answer. first response. That's a great answer. That's right by um, Klein and Jacuzzi Wineries. So if you leave, if you leave Sonoma Raceway and you take a left 
heading north, you'll, within about five minutes, seven minutes, be at the Olive Press. Right. And they have great selection. They have olive oil with uh, both from here, but stuff that has like Meyer lemon in it, different flavors. Um, olive oil is a very California thing to cook with. Yes. We go through a lot of olive oil in my house, um, and it's, you know, it's light, but when you do a tasting, there's like different flavors. There's like nutty flavors, right. and you can kind of get that taste, sort of like with wine. How oh, th- this is from this region, and it's neat. So yeah, okay, good job, Olive Press, yeah, well done, absolutely. And then if you just want a bottle, run away, Sonoma Market, the grocery store. <laughs> you can just get some there. Our, our olive oil and wine selections just at the grocery store here. I think kind of people get surprised. It by is the funny, especially yeah. um, people want to buy a bottle of wine. They'll ask me usually on six o'clock at night. They said we just want to buy a couple bottles. I said look, most of the wine is closed. By about five o'clock. Okay. Ironically enough, our local market, Sonoma Market, and even our local Safeway yeah. have a really good wine selection, like surprisingly really good, good, which we would expect, yes. right? So, um, yeah, you can go to the grocery store and see good stuff, Absolutely. and you probably would not find this in another you would not. city, no, probably not another NASCAR city. Is my definitely guess. not. No. <laughs> like even my friends are like, "Can we go to Safeway and grab some wine?" I'm like, you know, we don't get this at our local we, store. We had Canadians in today who were amazed that they could buy liquor and wine at the grocery store because yeah. they have you know national yeah. things. I know even right. some states have that. So yeah, I don't think that they're um, South Carolina. I think you can't. You mm-hmm. know, so those you know, it's not a foregone conclusion. You can no. find it anywhere, and certainly not the wine selections okay. that we have. That's actually a good another question we had. What's the proper way to eat barbecue? Is it with mustard or is it with uh, vinegar or well, ketchup? Or what's the right you're answer? You're really get me in trouble, Tim, with some of the NASCAR <laughs> nobody's, fans. Nobody's listening. Just you, just tell me which state does it a right. Tomato-based sauce, a which, mustard-based which sauce, a vinegar-based right, sauce. Um, you know, I think the North Carolina barbecue, um, you know, is not so thick and heavy, mm-hmm. so um, it kind of makes the taste of the, the meat stand out the a little bit better. The lighter vinegar-based yeah. one, and sometimes, yeah. So the heavier one, it was also kind of sugary sometimes. Right, is that- and that's kind of Texas, like that's the right. further west that you get. Right. And, um, but this Carolina barbecue right. is almost an orangey-looking sauce, okay. like light orange-yellow, Okay. Um, versus like the heavy red tomato paste-looking sauce. What I love is like, and that's, it's because certain regions of the country, you can come to blows with the person you're talking with about barbecue. No question. Here, Kansas City, also right. a place. Like, I hear it's a good place. Very much right. the heavier sauce with right. a lot of. And the white bread, and you sop it up. Yes. Uh, luckily in Sonoma, we will not fight you over that. No. But farmer's markets, which one's better? Yeah, we'll we'll wrestle on that oh, one. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, you go to the Petaluma market? What are you, a barbarian? Oh. Jeez. Um Here's another question we got. This is weird. Someone just walked up and asked me this question today. Can you imagine? I'm a big fan of DJ Diesel, who is one of the taller DJs out there. (laughs) Do you know if he has any upcoming shows nearby? It's weird that someone asked me that today, but... What are the odds? Have what you heard of this odds? guy, DJ well, Diesel? Well, I will say that he does have a show, <laughs> <What>? coincidentally, <laughs> on June 11th at Sonoma Raceway. Okay. Um, so, DJ Diesel, um, a.k.a. Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, he has another job. He has this another is like job. A, this is his ho- a side it's, job. Yes. Yeah, okay. and, and he's quite good at it and has really? a robust tour schedule. For real? Um, yes. <laughs> um, he has a DJ set. He plays internationally. I think one of his shows in Belgium, there were like... 
you know, crowd control issues For and real. it was kind of pandemonium. No, no injuries. Right. But, but like, just like people just, wanted to see him. Absolutely. So wait, he doesn't show up with like a Spotify list on his phone and hit play. He does he legit not. does DJ stuff. He definitely, I mean, he's got a stage, he's got a back line <laughs> and all the things that we're learning because we've got to right. make sure he has <laughs> all the things that he needs. Up. He's flying in from Las Vegas the night okay. before where he okay. plays, I wouldn't call it a residency, but a semi-residency. And okay. you know how in Vegas now they have all these pool clubs. Yeah, people and build you a theater. And the next thing you know, Brittany's there getting towels. Yeah, the pool lounge at the Encore quite a bit. And then he's playing Bonnaroo Festival. So, I mean, he is a legit DJ um, in demand when he's not broadcasting the NBA Finals. (laughs) And we tried to get him to come to Sonoma last year. Right. And the Warriors oh, right. were right. in the NBA Finals. Right. We actually thought that that might be a help. Right. Um, but it just didn't work out. But he said, hey, I would love to come back next year. And so okay. he will be here uh, Sunday, June 11th at Sonoma Raceway. And uh, is that at the main raceway? Is it certain, like, where is it going to be? It'll be right on the front stretch, right in really? front of the grandstand. So we're building a stage <laughs> for him. Um, okay. And he's got his DJ booth, if right. you will, and he will come out and he's got, you know, smoke machines and all of really? the things and he will play before the race before starts. Before the race starts. So you can buy a race ticket, you can buy a pre-race pass to get up close and personal. Okay. Um, or you can just be there to kind of soak in the ambiance. Because you know, when a race is happening, there's just a lot going on. Yes. And now we're going to have a seven foot DJ on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> and was DJ Diesel the name he actually goes by, or did he invent this name for Sonoma Raceway? No, DJ Diesel. That's his, is actually okay. His so name. it makes it works for automotive stuff. You know, Shaq has given himself several nicknames over the yes. course of his career, yes. like you know. Um, but DJ Diesel, I think, is the one that's the most apropos now. Okay, and right. he has a tour schedule. If you Google it, I will. Go- <laughs> he uh, he's got a full schedule. Okay. Well, I didn't. I mean, I'm just amazed. I'm, I'm so glad happy that you're somebody that. knew enough to know that he might be nearby. Yeah. They're like, where's DJ Diesel? So yeah. these things happen. Um, Joel, you've, you're a very good guest. So I oh, really appreciate you coming by you. And, and stopping. Again, if people have more questions about Sonoma Raceway, what's the best place for them to get that information? I would go to SonomaRaceway.com first um there'll be everything that's happening there whether it's a nascar weekend related or you want to know kind of those clubs that we talked about or different times you can come out information on wednesday night okay drags and drifts uh sonomaraceway.com but you can call us we are there um we are in the office (laughs) we are an event-based business so we're there all the time um uh, 800-870-RACE or Mm -hmm. stop by i mean we are at a place when you know you can pull in and you've got the the folks right there at the gate that can direct you in the right place. We okay. love to see uh, have people come out and see us. And you can see the sheep that you adopted. You can see the it's, sheep. It's the fluffy one. Absolutely. The, the pretty one. The pretty one. The so. pretty ones. Fantastic, Jill. Thank yes. you very much. Thank you. And for everybody else listening, if you like this podcast, and I know you do if you've listened this long, please remember to subscribe, leave a comment, and give us a big rating. Mom and Dad, talk to you soon. And thanks for listening. Go to cinemavalley.com for more information. Bye-bye.